Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sunshine State. It's your girl, Ari B, with Talk Lucidly 33, ready to get this party started. Talk dirty to me. Talk dirty to me. Wait, I just realized that I could just find the music and add it to the podcast. Never mind, you guys get the drift. Thanks for tuning in today where we are about to talk dirty. I know that's what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted to know and you have asked and you have questioned and this is our late night edition, meaning this episode, hopefully we got it right, is not being released until 11. So, ooh, my stomach. It's not being released until 11 o'clock because we are talking about all the things that people don't want to talk about, but they want to know about. So stay tuned as we talk a little dirty tonight and we get down to the nitty gritty of how extreme weight loss and bedrooms do not always get along. (laughs) So we're going to talk about the highs and lows in betweens in the bedroom, um, the things that happen to you and happen to your body that can adversely affect the bedroom and how you can overcome them. So we're going to just go into that a little bit. I'm not going to stay on that topic for long, but I did want to give you guys something before the year ended. I wanted to give you an episode that I knew you've been wanting. I know it. I've heard it. Stop asking me. Please leave me alone after this. And we're going to get right into it after this. Hey guys, want to prioritize your nutrition with us? Come and join the Lucid Nutrition Group on Facebook. We are an exclusive VIP club where all the information, all the specials, all the recipes, everything is housed in one area with a great support system and a great group of people to share your ups, downs, highs, and lows, and everything in between with. Talk Lucidly 33 is a platform in which me, Coach Ari, I get to tell my story and hope hope to inspire others to journey to a healthier version of themselves. But Lucid Nutrition, our virtual nutrition club, is where the magic happens. So come make some magic happen with us. Um, if you have any questions about this, please reach us at 727-351-1871. Um, you can text that number. You can email me at coachari at lucidnutritionclub.com. You can find us on Facebook, hit that like button and notification button so you get notified when any products drop. And when you join our challenge, you get access to the club for free. So here are a few things just so you understand what Lucid Nutrition is all about. And now we'll go back to our show. All right, so I know everybody should be familiar with that Hips Don't Lie song, right? And my hips don't lie, and I'm starting to say, Mm-mm-mm. this is perfecto. So, it's Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> I don't really know if you could dance like that. You make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? See. <laughs> so, if y'all know that song, and you know Shakira, she can move her body. She's older than me, and she can move. She can move. When I tell you guys that years ago, I used to dance my behind off, I could dance to just about anything. I can do bachata. I could do 
merengue. I could do salsa. I could do reggae. I could do ratchet. Like, I could do all genres of dancing. <laughs> I did ballet. Um, I did tap dance. So when I say that my body has been groomed and reared to carry a beat and keep it moving, a lot of that went away when I stopped going out, you know, at nighttime to the club, those things. Um, but the rhythm part didn't go away. My enjoyment for moving my body never left. However, with extreme weight loss, there are some truths that we don't talk about. How does this relate to dirty talk? We don't want to hear about no hips. But you do because they are a pillar in the bedroom. My hips are important. And so um, the things that you're able to do when you can move your hips and rock your hips and do all of those things, I really cannot. <laughs> so with the extreme weight loss, um, I'm realizing that I did a lot of damage to my body and my joints from carrying around a lot of excess weight. But I would not have known any of this if I hadn't lost the weight. So when I released, so it's like the fat was holding me together and now there's no fat to hold me together. I'm realizing all the pain and turmoil I put my body through. I am on joint support. So that has helped tremendously with my hip, hip, um, hip health. And I also do a more geriatric. So if you don't know what that means, an older, it's like older stretches for women, and men who have had like hip replacements and stuff like that. I actually do those stretches on a regular basis and they also help. But when I tell you guys, before I got on the joint health and joint support pills, before I started doing those stretches, I could not sit. I could not stand. I could not walk. I could not go to the bathroom. And all of that to say I couldn't ride a pony if I wanted to because my hips hurt so much. They hurt when it was cold, they hurt when it was hot. They hurt when I got out of the bed, they hurt when I got in the bed, they hurt while I was sleeping. Like, my hips were on fire. And if that sounds like, oh yes, that sounds really sexy, that's dirty, yes. No, I didn't wanna do none of that. I don't have nothing, I didn't wanna do nothing. I didn't even wanna be held, my hips hurt so bad. I didn't want to be touched. Don't touch me. Don't even get that party started because I can't finish that party. It was really bad. And so I'm not trying to deter anybody from having the surgery because I keep telling you guys my pros list outweighs the cons. But you start to be more cognizant of the damage that you were doing, which makes you not want to do any more damage to yourself. So I am better. I want to say that I am really more active than I have been because I'm doing all the right things. But as a married woman, that really affected my relationship with my husband because husbands are like, we don't want to do anything to hurt you, right? So if he doesn't want to do anything to hurt me and everything hurts my hips, then guess what? We not doing nothing. Think that doesn't impact the bedroom? It does. Think that doesn't impact intimacy? It does. And so those are things you guys have to think about when you're making health choices or you're delaying making health choice. You don't wanna be healthy, but you're doing damage. So my hips don't lie. They were telling and screaming and crying. At one, at one point I was in the bathroom just crying. I was crying because I was like, wow, I can't even do anything in the bedroom. I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. Everything hurt. Like I have to be the lazy person. I have to be Miss Seeley. And that's not, that's not anybody's ideal intimate relationship with their wife. And so um, I know it wasn't necessarily, like it is my fault, 
But like, my husband didn't make me feel bad about it. But it really affected my bedroom, like, confidence. It affected my ability to, like, handle and meander things. It affected my want to be intimate just in regular situations. My husband is the king of smacking a butt in a Publix, in Walmart, in a parking lot, at the movie theater. On He is the smack butt king. He don't care where he is, where we are, who we are in front of. I think the only time that he doesn't smack my butt is when we're at my parents' house. That's the only place that is safe for my butt. My butt is not safe anywhere else, right? And so for someone who is that touchy, that affectionate on a regular basis, when he smacked my butt, I was in so much pain that a tear (laughs) came out. And he was like, I've been smacking your butt for 10 years. (laughs) Because, you know, I didn't really let on to like that it was that bad. I kind of was trying to tough through it. And and that moment, he was like, well, what happened? <laughs> I didn't even do it. I said, my hips, my hips hurt so bad. He said, well, if I can't smack your butt, you can't do nothing. And that's the truth. That's the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> so I can only talk about my own story. I can't talk about anybody else's story. But I tell you one thing for sure and two things for certain. If you have been carrying a lot of excess weight for a long period of time, you are going to notice a difference in what your abilities are. Now, the upside to all of this is I'm 110% more flexible than I was. You guys heard me. I can actually touch my knee to my forehead. So now that I've gotten my stretching going and my hips are better and I'm not in pain every time I sit, stand, or move around anymore, these knees and these hips be moving. And so... um, I can actually, sometimes I'll be sitting on the couch and I will sit in a way that where I can just literally rest my head on my knee um, just so that I can just feel like, oh my gosh, I've lost so much weight that I I have this great flexibility. And the stretching is really helping. Um, and that that's a positive. So I am way more flexible, which improves bedroom life. Now that my hips don't hurt as much anymore, I'm back to getting my butt padded um, every day, all day long, every break. Um, every place except my parents' house. So I'm back in smack my butt action. I'm also back in into flexible action. I think I'm actually more flexible than I've ever been in my relationship with my husband. And so we're having to find new things to do because my body's different and his body's different. So here's the thing, you guys. If you're big and you've been big your whole relationship, come, come closer, come closer, come closer. Cause I got kids, you know. If you were always the big one, you know, like the biggest one in the relationship, and then all of a sudden you're the small one, I don't know why I thought that it was going to be the same. It's not the same. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, y'all got that? If you were the big one and now you are the small one, Please do not think that everything's going to work the same. It doesn't work the same. Okay, okay. So, 344 pounds. My husband was like 260. I was 344 pounds. My husband was like 260. 344 pounds. My husband was like 260. There has been a significant flip. So, we went from being like 80-something pounds 
different with me being the bigger fish, right? To now him being the bigger fish and me being the smaller fish. Well, when you've never really been the smaller fish in any relationship, not never, not anywhere, then it's very hard to understand how to be a small fish when you've always been a big fish, right? So here's the thing. I don't know how to navigate it. So we are pretending like we just met, we just started dating, and we're learning each other all over again because we don't know what the hell we're doing anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like wearing clothes. We go to the store, you've been this size forever. You don't even have to go to the fitting room anymore because you know you wear a 22. Like That was me. I know I'm a 22 in this and maybe a 24 in this. And I know I wear a size 11 and a half in this shoe and 12 in this shoe. And that was me. I didn't have to try nothing on. I could order all my stuff offline. I knew what brands I liked and that was it. Just like I told you guys how I'm having to find myself and having to try things on and having to see if I like it with my clothes and my shoes and things like that. I'm having to do that in the bedroom. It's happening. <laughs> we, it's stuff that I like that I didn't even know I liked it because I couldn't do it because my legs wouldn't move because I was fat. <laughs> so much fun with this episode but the, it's, it's so true it's so, i'm being honest with you guys but the honesty is just so blunt that it's making me laugh because the reality is i was so big that it was like one two three different things we could do and then, so so it's like option a option b option c or option d all of the above and so i didn't need a scantron but now that i've lost so much weight it's like hmm does this work uh Okay, we need a whole Scantron. Y'all know that white and blue paper we used to take our tests on and teachers would put them through the little machine at the end of the exam. It's literally so many options of things that I can do now that it's like finding, it's like a new relationship. So like, that's the fun part. But at first it was like, oh, nothing is the same. And you know, there was some kind of like, not turmoil, but like there was this part where we were just like, well, what do we do? Are we compatible? We still love each other, but we don't know what to do in this arena. And then the light bulb went off. We looked at each other. We're like, oh, we'll just figure it out like we did the first time. But I know it's a lot of couples because I know I talk to a lot of people that have a hard time and they kind of lose their spouses in that part. They don't make it fun and say, oh, okay, well, at first you don't succeed. Try, try again. They literally just give up. I don't understand how they could do that. So we decided we were just going to date each other again and learn each other again and learn how this works because we've been in opposite roles as far as like who is the bigger person so we've had to cater to my weight or my stomach being in the way or my you know my inability to move around or, or be flexible was always like not a problem for us because we loved each other but it it literally prevented us from having an exploratory arena in our own bedroom we just couldn't do it and so now it's like it's playtime you know and so that's one of the positives of this weight loss like you lose weight and you like gain a whole new perspective on life because there's so many things that you couldn't do before that you can do now just like riding rides at disney or riding rides at bush gardens it's some rides that i could not get on that i'm now able i think now with my weight loss i should be able to get on these rides and we're thinking about getting an annual pass just so i can experience things i've never been able to experience and so 
that's the same thing with my marriage. And so, and that's the same thing with the talking dirty. Like, it's like, okay, we're in a different stage. My hormones are different. Things that appealed to me before might not appeal to me. But your partner got to be down for the ride. And if they're not down to help you find your new you, and they're they're like, oh, well, this is, I've been doing this, and I ain't trying to change from what I've been doing for the last 10 years, that your marriage ain't going to work through this surgery. Because if they are at a stalemate and they don't want to make any adjustments and they're not willing to pivot when you pivot, like, it's going to be hard. So those are the benefits. Those are the pluses. Like, um, our bed size went down. So I know I think I talked to you guys about it. We went from a king to a queen because we could fit on it. We just needed the king because we were too damn big. We got two big people, one tall and big and one wide and short, and, like, we needed the space, but now it's like, okay, we can cuddle with each other. I was a hot body. I didn't want to cuddle. I didn't want my feet touching. I didn't want to touch anything, but now I snuggle more and snuggling more creates another level of intimacy. You guys do realize that intimacy does not just start when you want to do the do. It's what leads up to that. It's the level of closeness throughout the week, the things that you do for one another especially as a married couple like we have kids like there's a lot going on you got to find pockets of intimacy you got to find pockets of things that you do for one another that that like makes you giggle and and tickles your fancy and so we're doing things constantly throughout the week throughout the day we'll send each other messages you know the whole smack in my butt thing like all of these things just show a little bit of affection so that later you get a big return on your investment if you ain't doing that, you regular bodied, like you, it's going to be hard to pivot to that when you lose some weight. But those are things that like help you maintain that relationship. And so we don't really have any troubles. We just had hurdles. And like Matthew 11, we had mountains that we created on our own. And so we got over those mountains by wishing them away. We just said, be moved. You know, we said, we're not going to let this tear down our marriage. This whole weight loss plan was so that I could live longer and be here. And so we're not going to let the little the little nuances and annoyances that come with the surgery be something that tears the relationship down. So in the bedroom, I just have, I have more flexibility. I have less strength because I feel like I'm, I feel like I don't have as much strength as I had before, but I am learning what I can and what I can't do. And I'm learning what I couldn't do. And now that door is open. And I have a partner who's willing to explore those avenues with me so that we don't get, like, bored with each other. I mean, we spent 10 years kind of doing regular things and being okay with that. And so now it's like, okay, I think I want to go do strip aerobics. And he's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Send me a video. You know, like, it's just, you have to have that good relationship with your spouse to want to do things to just enhance what you guys have going on. I mean, I'm not one of those people who trying to enhance nothing for nobody else. And if you know me, you already know. I'm not about to go through and change a whole bunch of things because the furniture has kind of moved around. It's the same furniture. He bought the furniture the way it looked. He got an upgrade. <laughs> so, so now it's just learning the new roles. And by roles, I mean like how we can move around each other because also my husband's a little bit heavier than he was before so now with me being smaller than him there's also that level of okay dude you're huge like 
you six foot, 260 something, 270 pounds. Like you ain't no small dude. But before it was like, ah, you kind of small because I was huge. <laughs> so now I'm like, if you don't move your big behind over, like these are the, this is facts. I'm being honest with you guys. I'm, you know, no filter. It's literally like, bruh, you're like a, a monster, like six foot, 270 traps for days. You work at a block plant. Like you are a big dude, which is why I love him. But I'm realizing that the sensitivity, you know, it's like, um, is it of mice and men or something like that? He has to learn a whole nother level of sensitivity because I, I don't have any, like I have muscle mass, but I have less muscle mass, a little bit less muscle mass than I had before. But I also don't have the fat strength. I don't have the insulation. I don't have that covering that I had before. And so like regular things, even like when the kids hit me or tap me or stuff like that, that stuff be hurting. And so I'm falling into my female sensitivity and I'm like, I don't like it here. I would like my testosterone back that I had too much of. Um, and so we're, we're also navigating that. Right. And so I just feel like, um, you do deal with hormones. So I'm going to explain this to you guys because I know this is what you want to hear. Uh, after the surgery, you don't want to do anything at all. You Like, you don't want to have sex. You would rather throw up because you have three holes, four holes, five holes in your stomach, stitches, sutures, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I had to call my doctor because about six weeks into the procedure after the procedure post-op six weeks five weeks I don't remember what happened my hormones went rampant and I couldn't even see a cucumber in a grocery store I couldn't see a banana at a farm stand I could not control her at all and it was almost like my husband should have took FMLA. And the reason why I say that is because I would literally be at the door waiting for him to get home. I would come see him at work. I would explain to him that I'm coming to see him at work because I want him to be home. Like, I had gone a little crazy. Um, and then I went to my doctor because we have our like post-op sessions. And I was like, I'm having a hard time keeping like my hands to myself. And like even just maintaining normal like you know we don't do this at this time because kids are up i didn't care what time it was or nothing i just wanted my husband 24 7 all day every day i had energy of a rabbit and i just could not handle it she said it will go away <laughs> the nutritionist it was the it was the rn that works on the team with the nutritionist who explained that that's normal for some people and it does go away after time but it is a normal thing it was consistent for a while it was scary I had the libido of like a 13 year old boy who just entered puberty and just learned that they could have me time in their room. It was excessive. But my husband at that time was almost in fear for his life because I didn't even want to talk to him. I didn't want to have a conversation. I didn't want no, no nothing. I just wanted it and I wanted it when I wanted it. And if I didn't get it when I wanted it, it was some hell to pay. It was fire in the city, stuff was going down. And he was like, what is wrong with you? We can't, like, he works a hard duty, like, outside, you know, manual labor type job. You cannot expect somebody to work 12 hours a day and come home and lift you up and toss you around like you a damn 
pizza. <laughs> so, so, but that was my expectation. So with the surgery, again, you're going to have some highs. And that was a high point. That was like libido, libido on fleek, I guess you could say. But there's some highs and then there's some lows. There's some points where you're dealing with body, um, body dysmorphia and you don't want to be touched. Yeah, so you're going to have areas where you're like really learning yourself again and you might not want to be intimate with your partner. And it's best that you explain these these things with them in advance. So I joined a couple support groups before the surgery and I really expressed a lot of the things that I was finding with my husband. We actually had a lot of conversations about the differences, the highs and lows. Um, we were able to talk to each other about those things in advance so we were better prepared to support one another because just because you're the only one who has a surgery that doesn't mean that your spouse isn't suffering as well because there are things that are normal day-to-day -day interactions for them that they might not be able to do one day because it might hurt you and it doesn't mean physically hurt you it could mentally hurt you and they might be doing normal things but your mind might not process normal things so when i say there are days that i didn't want to be touched it was like i'm trying to figure out who the heck i am i'm looking in the mirror i don't even know who this person is in the mirror and i'll be damned if i want to like do something with you when i don't even know if i'm going to respond the same so you have those moments right so then i also went through some like my whole body is shrinking so then you, some women worry about whether their uh, lady is going to change. And like because the elasticity in your skin is no longer there, that also affects the elasticity in her for some people. So when you have extreme weight loss, she might be impacted by some of those things. And um, I know that some people use the Yoni Steam as to help them kind of regain that, that Yoni health. Um, I actually bought one. I'm going to try it out. Um, I was going through a, a super hypersensitive time where I couldn't even use normal, like, tampons. And they were starting to cause me discomfort. And so I had to realize that there are some changes that had to be made to just my normal routine of how I cared for myself in that area. And that affects your husband <laughs> because that's his area too. <laughs> that's that's his playground. So if he can't play in the playground, then... Um, you have some explaining to do. And so it's just good to be transparent and have that honesty with everything that you're going through and don't hold back because if all of a sudden things are shifting and things are changing and and it's just a lot for them as well. And so it's just something you have to explain sometimes. And you might not feel like you should have to, but they are really your caregiver. They're the ones who are going to make you feel like you're okay when your hair is thinning. They're the ones who are going to hold you when you don't even want to be held, but you need to be held. They're going to be there for you. And they can't be the rock that's there for you if they don't know you need the rock, right? So all of that's really important. And I'm glad that you guys are listening to Talk Dirty because it. I know you wanted to hear what positions do you like. I'm not about to give y'all all of my business. That's unnecessary. I'm just explaining to you that I can do more than I've ever been able to do in my whole life. And that's enough. But I say that for the people who are on the fence about this in their own journey. When you lose things, you realize that, and I know you guys heard my downsizing episode. When you downsize in your body, your capacity to do more only increases. And that's in everything. 
that's just even in your mental acuity like the ability to just think outside of the box changes the the drive that you have to try new things changes I remember my husband used to want to um skydive like hop out of a plane and skydive and I was like so happy that I was too heavy to skydive because I was never gonna jump out of a plane um I was like oh somebody got a collective life insurance policy so I guess it better be me right and so now that I've lost the weight not that I would skydive but I was like oh we could do this you know we can go um zip lining we there's things that are open to us that i never thought that we could do and adventures that i never thought that we can explore and we're doing those things together which is improving our bedroom life because when our minds are clear and we're on a healthy journey together then our intimacy is better because you're with someone who equally wants to live and so when you have that same drive like we want to live we want to we want to do things we want to have adventures together and, and there's a thrill there and not that you're doing anything outside of just being a married couple with goals, but the thrill really impacts how you feel about each other in that intimate time. Because it's like, oh man, I really want to build with this person and that's a turn on. Oh, I really want to pray with this person and that's a turn on. Oh, I really can see, you know, us having grandkids together and, and being those cool grandparents we always talked about and that's a turn on. Like everything becomes a turn on that you might have not thought was one before, right? And so... It's just, it's just those moments that make everything worthwhile. So, I hope you like Talking Dirty. Um, our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can make holidays better. So, I'm actually going to have a food episode. So, our next episode is going to be how we're going to, we're going to just go through some recipes. We're going to go through some recipes and we're going to go through why that works during the holiday season because we're knee deep in the holidays where christmas is around the corner <laughs> my birthday's around the corner if y'all wanted to send me anything please let me know um i accept amazon gift cards but <laughs> my birthday's around the corner and so things are coming up where i want some staples in my life and how do you get those staples when you are trying to eat better how do you build better habits through the holidays and it's really easy to do so i'm gonna drop some recipes um in the next episode and kind of talk about where the original recipe comes from in my life and how I was able to make it work in my new life with my new stomach and my newfound lease on life. So I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I'm going to rock with y'all next week. Same time. Well, no, cause this is the late night episode. Same place, <laughs> same place, different time, same day. And uh, I just really appreciate you guys. It's really a blessing to have y'all. And if you did want to cop some merch for the holiday season, get your friend a bento box, get you a water bottle, um, a travel mug, get you a shirt. Anything helps support small black-owned businesses, small woman-owned business. I love it. If you want access to the VIP club, you could pay a fee or you can use a package. The package gets you in Lucid Nutrition Club. Um, and you get to stay there and stay with the support system that we built there. So hit me up, let me know, DM me for more, and we'll be back next week. Hey guys, thanks for rocking with us today on Talk Lucidly 33. We appreciate your time and the effort that you put into listening. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends who might need to hear it. Don't forget to send us a message if you're interested in being a guest on our podcast. Can't wait to hear from you and can't wait to share my journey some more with you guys next week. 
Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned because we'll be 